Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, listeners, just a quick note before we start. Last week, we promised you that we'd be watching the 2017 classic The Sex Trip this week, but unfortunately, the film has only gotten a proper release in Russia and nowhere else, which we didn't realize. So all the copies that I legitimately downloaded uh, happened to be dubbed in Russian, and uh, we decided probably not the best way to watch the film. So just rest assured, as soon as there's an English copy of The Sex Trip, we will be doing it, so you can look forward to that. But in the meantime, enjoy our episode and our review of 1977's Freaky Friday. We're talking again about body swapping Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to Swapcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Oh, me first, Brendan Levi. And... Lucy Thomas. Oh, keeping it fresh. Uh, mixing things up. <laughs> Every episode we watch a film in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 1977 classic Freaky Friday, starring Jodie Foster and Barbara Harris. The synopsis is as follows... Trading places was never so funny, and it could only happen on Friday the 13th. That's when the tomboyish and free-spirited Annabelle switches bodies with her straight-laced mother, Ellen, and suddenly finds herself responsible for running the entire household. In turn, Ellen, now in her daughter's body, faces the daunting challenges of school, including a typing test, field hockey competition, and much more. Now, my question to you guys. Obviously... The remake of Freaky Friday holds a really special place in <laughs> Lucy's heart, and I think mine as well. I don't know about you, Brendan, but you got what love for your- Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I do, I do like Lindsay, so much better than Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was your reaction when you found out we were watching the nineteen ninety a nineteen seventy seven version compared to the two thousand three? And now that you've watched it. Are you happy we watched the 1977 version instead of the 2003? So, I was really excited because I thought we were watching Lilo's Freaky Friday. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, it'll still be fun. And then I laughed my ass off the whole way through the movie. Like, my sides hurt now. <laughs> so, I it, it, I saw it when I was young, but I had completely forgotten it. And, it, yeah, it was really funny. It was really good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I was laughing, like, because I was laughing heaps as well, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was it was like, am I laughing for the right reasons? Were the people like back in the day watching this and having the same reaction like I'm having yeah, it? If you know question. what I mean? Yeah, I'm reading the reviews to do my research for the later segment. A lot of people find this movie hilarious mm. and it seems like they find the same parts that we found hilarious, yeah. hilarious. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I definitely think there's like a camp factor to it now yeah. with the old so like special camp. effects and stuff. It was amazing. But I think there's like the bare bones, you know, 
the meat on the bones there of the jokes hold up. Mm-hmm. Like they do what they're supposed to have done then. They're still funny now. I agree. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect the film to go where it did in the last half an hour where it turned into this just like wacky car chase. It was insane. It was amazing. I had no, like I've never seen this movie before. (laughs) No, no, neither. And like being familiar with the newer Freaky Friday, like nothing like that happens at all in that film. It it reminded me a lot of like old like comedies like It's a Mad Mad World or Blues Brothers. Yeah, I wrote down Blues Brothers. Um, Like this just ultra wacky slapstick car chases and it's amazing like really good like it's probably better than any car chase i've seen in a modern movie in ages you just kept everything just kept escalating as well (laughs) i could not i could not control myself it was so funny it kept going i'm not sure where to start with it that's that's what i'm I'm trying to think where should we go from here because i guess with like the car chase so many lives endangered (laughs) yes Yeah, they're like the cars going over the uh, the uh, overpass, yeah. and you know, making pedestrians hang precariously off the ledge. I know. Of the- yeah. yeah, and then like juxtaposing the car chases happening with like a water ski. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that. What was going on in the water skis? Yeah, the dad kept calling it something, but I can't remember what it was. It was like an aqua something. Yeah, yeah. it's like this movie was based on a book and. The woman that wrote the book also wrote the screenplay. Right. So I don't know if that was a part of the book, like the whole water skiing thing, but <laughs> I have to give her props. If it wasn't, it was like a genius idea. Yeah. Whoever thought water skiing, because like <laughs> it's not something that immediately comes to mind, like, <laughs> you know, what's an integral part of every teenager's life? Water skiing. Han, I want you to do something for me for the ceremony this afternoon. Besides water skiing? What? What? You've never been on water skis in your life. Oh, I was only kidding, Daddy. Daddy? You've never called me Daddy before. No, I never will again, Bill dear. So I guess that, like, that's an interesting uh, comparison to make, the swap and this one. They're both Disney... Um, I always feel, yeah, all the, t- all the times we were watching it, there were so many moments I'm like, the swap like stole this like outright like yeah. the whole um dynamic between the two coaches was exactly the same as the, the coaches swap. Are, yeah i was gonna say and even the psychedelic visuals of the swap oh, itself was kind of like, like a lo-fi to, version yeah of the i feel swap. like we needed to stop and talk about <laughs> the swap and why they swapped and god that swap was so good yeah a bit different than a lot of other swap films that we watched so far is that they weren't in the same place when they swapped. Mm. And, it, yeah, it was immediate. Like, in the swap, it happened immediately. That's right, Instead of what we usually see, which is waking up in the morning or whatever. And yeah. also, it had no, like, there was no magic behind it. That wasn't discovered. Yeah, it discussed. was just like they both said, I wish I could swap bodies at the same moment. And it was like, what? Straight away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and yeah. it was so good. It was, yeah, what do you call that? The- like, it's psychedelic. Yeah. It was yeah. like they they changed colors and yeah then it reminded like me a, of vertigo yeah it's like a yeah. foreign like vampire film from the <laughs> yes. 70s that's yeah. what it felt like oh, so schlocky yeah. like it's amazing it, i think i said last week last week was my favorite this was my favorite this yeah. is my new the new front runner for me yeah yeah so good i, I wish, wish i could, could switch places with her for, for just, just one day, day. <laughs> 
And a clever thing that I don't think Disney would be able to do anymore is mm. like when they swapped, the mum was smoking a cigarette and yeah. she was eating <laughs> like a, an out there ice cream flavor. So then yeah. as soon as they swap, she's like coughing up the smoke and like she's like, well, yeah. what's in my mouth? Because um, you can't show smoking anymore. I just loved the way that mum, she was smoking over the kitchen sink, like <laughs> preparing food or whatever. And she's like in a fabulous outfit. It, yeah. It was so good. Just real campy 70s. I feel like you're about to say something. <laughs> uh, uh, just like I keep, on a, keep wanting to butt in, but I'm, I'm just like, oh. No, because every, every moment, like you were saying about the outfits, I just want to talk about the clothes and, mm. you know, talking about yeah, like the so swap. Much. I want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> the fact she almost grabs her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We so, how do it. we do it in an orderly fashion? Do we do... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's guide do us cliches. Paul, guide us post. <laughs> All right. Let's do cliches and we can mm-hmm. come back to the clothes because the clothes need their own... A segment. Yeah. yeah, their own segment. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, the reason for the body swap was that they both thought that the other person had, had it, it better. Easy. Yeah. Uh, both wished that they could be the other person at the exact same moment and then they swapped over. Mm. So, I guess the lesson to be learned is that. Don't say the same sentence as your mum at the same time or <laughs> something might happen. Like, it, it, yeah, it was sort of, you know, in the swap, there was magic behind that with the totem or whatever. This was just nothing they just said the same thing at the same time yeah yeah that's all it was like there was no star or a statue or a <laughs> yeah inex- witch. inexplicable wishing mm. yeah shoot, just no wishing. shooting star yeah, yeah just whatever mm. so uh, yeah but i guess the, the moral that they had to learn was that i don't know water skiing is hard <laughs> <laughs> because i felt like a major lesson in the film mm-hmm. was uh the daughter in the mother's body realizing that her dad treated her mum like shit yeah the dad was yeah but shouldn't the person learning that lesson be the dad dad, yeah not the daughter (laughs) well at the very end what happened at the very end a gag that's in a lot of these movies yeah they the dad and the son swapped so maybe the dad was going to get schooled on that in the sequel that never got made yeah but yeah the dad sucked though i don't understand i don't think he would have learned anything because the wife and the daughter would have been aware of the swap because they knew it was going to happen. So this how is you going to learn anything? Yeah, yeah. I had the lesson for the mother is is that <laughs> sorry. The lesson for the daughter was that her dad loves being called daddy. <laughs> oh yes, I know. So this is the first time we've done a um a swap that is a big age gap. One is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So there were really bad connotations with the daughter becoming the mother and then the dad. Yeah, the word daddy being thrown around. Was, yeah, so, I wasn't all that comfortable with. So the de- daughter in the mother's body started calling her dad, uh, dad, dad yeah. when it was. Uh, he was looking at her like his wife, and he was just like daddy. super Smirking happy and every smiling. time. He yeah. loved it. Like you've never called me daddy before. He actually said that was terrible. Yeah, which you wouldn't get away su- with that now. Yeah, I'm surprised to have seen that in a Disney film from the seventies. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that slinky black dress you got? Why don't you wear that tonight? Well, I gotta run now. So uh, anything else, I'll call you. Goodbye. So what are the other I'm lessons? This. What are the other you uh, your little notes there? Yeah, that uh, that her brother her brother's okay. Like she 
she treats her brother the like brother's my crap. favorite character. And he's so <laughs> lovely. <laughs> adorable. Yeah. Yeah. She's got this like adorable little brother who she hates because he's really like neat and tidy and she just thinks he's too perfect and shows him up shows her up all the time. Mm. So when she's in her mother's body, she kind of learns to connect with the brother and he's opens up to her about how much he loves his sister and she realizes yeah. how much, you know, she's loved by her brother. It's very cute. <laughs> Best. Yeah, and she like rags on him for like respecting her boundaries and stuff. It's like, here, just eat eat uh, your sister's cereal. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. That's a special cereal for when she's watching television. Yeah. And she's like, oh, don't be such a dork. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets pissed off. She's got no cereal. cereal left. Yeah. <laughs> but I love when she serves him the cereal. She gives him like the box, <laughs> the bowl, and like a giant, like, serving spoon that's like as big as his face and he's like looking at it like oh, just eat cereal with see that. I didn't see that. There's, There's so, so many good gags in this. Yeah, yeah. it's actually so well done. <laughs> what it's so it feels strange. Like Wish Upon a Star we all enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But it's actually strange to watch like a confidently made film <laughs> on this podcast. I know. I feel like it it's becoming like a our podcast is about bad films. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good that we did this. And it, it, it is, so it, it, or it's almost like Whiplash as well because we were ready to watch Sex, <laughs> sex Trip at the beginning of the day. <laughs> I know. Which would have been like the ultimate trash fire. And now we're <laughs> <laughs> Cooking's not my thing today. Give me this. Oh, I can't. That's Annabelle sugar coated Snappy Crackle. What is she about with some of the money to eat when she watches television? She'll kill me if I eat them. What a nerd. Although at the start, I, I gotta say, I was really afraid that it was just gonna be a terrible, slow film. Like mm. the, the, during the swap, there mm-hmm. just seemed to be this like constant return. This, I felt like this was the first swap film because they constantly are trying to like tell the audience, "Yeah, I'm in my sister's. I mean, I'm in my mother's body. Yeah, I'm in my daughter's body." Yeah, yeah. it did yeah. go on a little bit long. Like it was yeah. gonna blow everyone's minds in 1977. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what is <laughs> this concept? I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing the the daughter as the mum just. Our character was just so insane, just permanently insane. Like, <laughs> anyone who was hanging around just would have been like, this lady's cracked, we need to take her to the, like, loony bin. She was just being insane. Yeah, when they first swapped, she was staring at her reflection in a saucepan. <laughs> ages. It's like patting her face it just looked so crazy i loved it barbara harris as the mum playing the daughter gave me life she is so (laughs) funny and does it so well Mm. and there's moments actually where like she was doing it so well that i could almost see jodie foster in her face like Mm -hmm. but I like when she first starts like easing into it and she decides to do her makeup mm. and she looks like <laughs> so Marge Simpson when Homer like <laughs> she shoots, shoots the makeup gun <laughs> and she's like dabbing on the the eyelashes. And- you know what I mean? Like that it was insane. Like she wasn't like, I look terrible. She's like, oh, let me get these fake eyelashes up here. And they're like completely wonky and she just looks insane. And yeah. she's just like yeah. sick. And she's putting on the mom's clothes. Yeah. And then she's just being insane. And I- like always has to carry the dog around for no reason at all. Just so she can like the dog hand the walk. dog to inappropriate people so they get freaked out. Oh, that scene when when it was first kind of going to shit for the mum, or well, for 
you know, yeah, the daughter, the daughter and the mum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, all these kind of tradespeople and neighbours kept rocking up and it was just like escalating and it was really stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then oh. she ends it by like sitting on the floor and sucking her thumb. I know. <laughs> like, she was so it. good. <laughs> like that scene there. I felt like I was watching Mother again. Nobody seemed to be like settled in reality. Like people were just coming and going and it was just this co- uh, Yeah. Maybe, so good. So maybe stressful. we found like the actual inspiration, inspiration for Darren Aronofsky and so when he made Mother. Yeah. yeah. Someone should like shout him out on Twitter and ask him. If yeah. not, it's as good as Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's going on out there? Something really freaky? Wait a minute. That's not my voice. That's mom's voice. Hey, what's the matter with you? Good grief, what am I doing here? That's not my voice, that's Annabelle's voice. Are you okay, Annabelle? Oh, I was going to say something. I've forgotten. Please edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Barbara Harris was fantastic as yep. Jodie Foster. That's what I was going Fos- to say. Foster. Mm. Jodie Foster as Barbara Harris. I thought she was. I thought she did a really good job. Mm. I, I did. I wasn't. I wasn't Disagree? Heaps keen on. Like, I've, I love just Jodie Foster, but in this film. Not a fan. I Why was... do you hate all the female leads <laughs> in all these movies? I feel like we've had a, a very much a skew of female <laughs> leads in all these films. <laughs> but however, I'm just saying that I, I love Jodie Foster, mm. but I just her character just sort what of. What about when me. she was doing the hockey game? <laughs> she was doing some really good physical comedy, in my opinion. I thought she was giving it her best shot. And how old would she have been in in real life? Yeah, I think she was about like 13, something like that. I thought she was giving it a red hot go. Yeah, I I really enjoyed her performance. Yeah, like, I, mean, uh, I mean, before this, she did Taxi Driver, and that was mm. amazing. And I thought this was, you know, really fun. Like she, was, yeah, she. That's a difference. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, sort I of. think I think there was a definite like push to make her more palatable after um, yeah. Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was definite like I know in some of the other movies we watched, there's sometimes not enough of a difference between their performance before and after the swap. Yeah, but this I was... felt that there was a definite difference between Same. before and after. Yeah. Like, and she had fun with the role. I, I thought she was good. Yeah. I know. Just the, the voiceover and her, I don't know, it was just her vibe. I just felt really irritated by her. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Jody. Now, listen very carefully. I'm not Annabelle. Who are you? I'm her mother. <laughs> What a terrific idea. Today we'll be our mothers. Um, I thought this film had a lot of like interesting uh, side characters, like the um, sassy maid, yeah, um, who's like a, a drunk, drunk, drunk yeah. maid who like comes Stealing, and like yeah. insults the mother and insults the house. <laughs> it didn't yeah. do much cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> she was just walking around Mrs. with her. Schmaus, yeah. that her name? Yeah, which I like just that. thought was the best, the best <laughs> name for that character. Um, and the little boy being like Mrs. Schmaus. I just loved it. Um, yeah, what are some other good the other good side characters? The father I thought mm. was an interesting yeah. character. 
Um, the father's secretary. The father's <laughs> well, that yeah, was a great. The father's gag. secretary mm. was fantastic. Mm. So uh, Jodie Foster, which has her mum in the body at that point, um, goes. <laughs> we need to figure out better terminology for this. It's really hard to explain. Keep going. When she was inside of her, um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, goes and visits the dad at his office and sees that the dad has gotten a new sec- uh, secretary that happens to be like... Secretary? Secretary. Secretary. <laughs> Super sexy sec- secretary. Up to her knees. Yeah, that ten times. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and she's got like this figure-hugging dress and mm. she's got like the big Farrah Fawcett hair. Yeah, yeah. And so good. obviously she's, she's never heard of this secretary before, so she's like ob- uh, instantly like, I hate this woman uh-huh. and starts like giving her mega hints that you know like my mother is you mm. know a great woman and you wouldn't want to lock horns with her and my dad yeah. <laughs> and my father is a devoted family man and mm. the secretary like starts freaking out a bit and then every time we see her subsequently she's got like more and more clothes <laughs> on and by the end she's got like this like disgusting bun in her hair and, and like giant glasses, glasses yeah. and um ugly glasses like, she couldn't see through so she like, couldn't even see the door she couldn't see how to get out yeah <laughs> so she like stole someone's glasses and shoes as well because she was wearing some like awful like Claude hoppers at the yeah. end yeah <laughs> and a so trench good. coat to cover her dress and- <laughs> <laughs> oh so good mommy why do you call daddy male chauvinist pig just now because that's what he is but what is one a male chauvinist pig is a husband who spends Three months taking bows for a big shindig. He's going to throw him when he blows and he gives his wife three hours to save his skin. Oh. So we have the love interest in this film, mm-hmm. Boris. Boris. You don't get a lot of sexy, love interest. Sexy Boris. Boris. <laughs> <laughs> so, and in, in an interesting love interest of that. So he lives across the road. Mm. He has adenoid problems. So he always sounds like, I'm talking like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that you just did that. <laughs> um, like not your traditional, you know, romantic lead. No. And constantly like ragging on Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah. Like. And flirting with the mum. Well, to be fair, yeah. so Jodie Foster for some reason, like in let's the mum's yeah, let's body. Get to the, let's go to the start of how this works. Yes, yeah. yeah. So in the in her mum's body, she thinks it's a good idea to invite the boy she's got a crush on. Because she's over. bored. She's bored, and she knows bored. he's home. I've just switched bodies with my mother. Like yeah. crazy, like universe incident. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> Let's invite my crush over, even though I look like my mom. Let's see how this goes down. And then, like, flirt with him. Yeah. And then, ov- obviously, he's going to, like, instantly fall um, in love yeah. with her. Yeah, it was a total <laughs> Miss Robinson vibe going on. It was yeah. really funny. Which is an element from the remake that I didn't expect to see in the original. So, mm. Oh, that happens in... Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a lot more overt. In the in the new one, like he pretty much says to Lindsay Lohan, "I don't want to be with you. I want to be with your mum." So yeah, this was like very intentional. Like yeah, she she's like, "I'm bored. I'm going to invite him over. Let me find my sexiest outfit, which, <laughs> which is." is- Hideous. So, is this a red pantsuit thing? Yes, yeah. yes. So, it's red flared pants and uh, what do you kind of what was do you it call velvet? that style of jacket? Yeah, was it? it was yeah. like, it was all velvet. It was like a short, I don't know, button up jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 
pants. Just like she was swimming in all this red fabric. She constantly was like pulling it up and like draping it over herself. Yeah, and, it was oh like a, it looked like a pajama suit, but like mm. ten with sizes flares. too big for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, he's coming over. I can't let him see me like this. I've got to find something devastating, sexy, slinky, velvet maybe. Yeah, he falls madly in love with her mm-hmm. as the mum, and while he while he is, he's constantly insulting the daughter. The daughter, like, and obviously she's the daughter, so she's yeah. hearing all these things, but and still is, yeah, yeah. It doesn't horrible, sour you know? her on him at all. Like mm-hmm. he's uh, just constantly- she has braces. Ah, uh, yuck! Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> He was a real string bean as well. He was like a weird guy to be the love interest. So are we um, saying are we up or not? <laughs> they're, too, it's too, they're too young. Yes. We're not doing that. But he was a definite kind of lanky, pubescent boy. If, if we, okay, there must be a way that we can do hot or not for underage people. <laughs> There must be a way we can objectify children. My eyes are like bugging out of my head at the moment, so it's not going to comment. Maybe now. there's other wording we could use. Like, no. no? <laughs> I think I think kids in Hollywood get enough of that. We could we could let them just well, be. Right. Okay. How about because this film was made in 1977? Let's look at pictures of them now. Yeah. Let's look at him as an older person and determine if he's hot. Okay, then. I saw on his IMDb thing, all his hair's fallen out. And- uh, I'm not too bad at that. Okay, let's like, <laughs> find, like a sexy age. A d- What's a sexy okay, age? Paul, 25. What, you got, what have you got for me? <laughs> 25, yuck. Get 25-year-olds away from me. Okay, so what would you say is the sexiest age? 83. No, I don't know. <laughs> How old's Bill Murray? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brendan, what's your sexiest age? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Get this fucking photo, Paul. <laughs> Edit this all out. This is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of us just laughing. Are we allowed to have in our podcast? Um, our, it's just okay, so indulgent. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite hard. All these pictures are hideous. Mm. All right, here we go. Here was when he was in Superman, and he looks like he's in his like mid twenties, thirties. Which Superman? Go. Like what? Uh, like as in the original Superman movie? Okay, I'm gonna go. Toodle boot. That's boot. That's a boot from me. <laughs> I, I don't. That's. It's a bad photo. It's bad. Ha! Oh, we trapped you. He's actually sixteen. <laughs> I that snorted. I snorted just then. Oh God. And Mrs. Andrews. Hmm? Well, you shouldn't blame yourself. I mean, it's not your fault that Annabelle's the way she is. I mean, she's probably what they call a a bad seed. Oh. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Jodie Foster. The, the mum, the mum. I just thought she was like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Brendan, mm. it's accept. We've just deemed as acceptable for mm. you to judge this one. Oh, hot, yeah, it's hot or not, my the mom. time. Yeah, the mother. Mm, no, no, I, I say she was beautiful. Like yeah. honestly, like that. Yeah, the the outfits and stuff. It was just very um, mm. classical and beautiful. Like. I, I definitely dug it. So. And she had so much hair, like kind of southern bell hair. The yeah. eyes were like humongous. Yeah. And, yeah. But mm. um, she looked like, and this is like a very 70s thing, I guess, that she existed on a diet of cigarettes and <laughs> iced water. She was tiny. Yeah. Um, in, in all those 70s outfits, like with the cinch waist and stuff, she was just a little twig. Yeah. Mm, it was a better time. <laughs> though, though in that, are you calling me that? <laughs> it's good, it's good. I still don't think the name is any good. I think it should be the Isle of Whispering Winds. It's interesting. Ellen, please. No more help. You just show up looking beautiful, as usual. I'll take care of the rest. Um, in that respect, I think this film was more pro- progressive than Wish Upon a Star because they made a comment like Jodie Foster wanted to be on a diet and the mum was t- constantly telling her not to be. Yeah. Because, to have her bacon and eggs. Yeah. And to like, breakfast. Th- she's like, you're still young. You're still growing into your body. Mm. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. It's very mm. good. Mm. Good job, guys. And I feel like this film was pretty progressive. Like it mentions <laughs> like chauvinistic men and mm. like, you know, uh, tries to be feminist. But I did make a little, like, mind map thing here in my notes. <laughs> I wrote gender roles, and then I've got the stuff coming out. The secretary, the dad, the mum does everything. So that was part of why the dad was such a jerk. The mum was, like, running herself ragged, trying to keep that house nice and cook and clean and whatever, and the dad was just completely oblivious. Like, he didn't do anything, and he didn't say thank you. So boo and also remember when the brother said cooking is sissy like i don't want to learn to cook because cooking sissy yeah i mean it's that of the time though like i guess so but that's not very progressive yeah but it was definitely i couldn't couldn't work out if the film so the film saying it's tough to be a stay stay at home mother and have to do everything for this man yes but was the message of the film it's tough, but that's the way it is, or it's tough and it should change. Well, I mean, the dad got no comeuppance, so yeah. I feel like yeah. it was like, it's tough and that's the way it is. Yeah. And 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 me and my daughter can acknowledge how hard it is with each other. We can both but that's understand a woman's that lot. dad is yeah. an awful yeah, person. Yeah, but that's a woman's <laughs> lot. That's what it felt like. So that's a womp womp. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we are talking about a film made, made in 1977. Yeah. So yeah. I think as far as that's concerned, mm. I think it's, as good as you're going to get yeah. for this kind of film. Mm-hmm. Although, at the end, also, I feel like Jodie Foster's character lost a bit of it. Like, she was a tomboy. Yeah. And it was sort of like her becoming a woman was, I guess, dropping those things. And Yeah. Yeah, because the mum, like, gave her, like, a fancy hairdo when she was in her body. And yeah, she we need to talk about the pen, We need to talk about the makeover. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? Step Pictures one. Of the green pantsuit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Horrendous. And, you know, she did like a spin and then like looked in the mirror and we're like, oh, maybe she'll be in a pretty dress. And then she's turned around and we saw it and it was like, what the <laughs> fuck? It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was 
mint green <laughs> and it wasn't a pantsuit. It was like a skirt suit. I don't know what you call yeah. that. It's got a name, but it was like a jacket. It was like something Hillary Clinton would wear. It was, yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> and she looked in the mirror. She was so happy. It was, yeah. Yeah, terrible. yeah. It was that look of. I'm beautiful. Like, do you think at the time, <laughs> at the time, were, were people watching it like, oh, look how much better she looks now? Or were they like, I what is this I fucking light green been, suit? I think it might have been a joke because she was dressing like an adult would dress. I guess, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It could Because like, she wasn't it was dressed like the other kids. She wasn't and, dressed like her, like, friends and stuff yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, and the rollers in her hair, like, made her hair look really bad as well. It was, it yeah. was terrible. And I love that that, ma- that makeover took, like, Ten people crowding around her at the same <laughs> yeah. time, like clawing at her face and hair. Yeah, and that's the result they got. <laughs> things, things were a lot cheaper back then. You could have ten people working on you. That was yeah. yeah. Sometimes I've had like a manicure and a pedicure at, done at the same time, and I feel like a literal queen. And that's just two people <laughs> sorting out my fingernails and toenails. So lucky Jodie Foster that day, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is our second uh, Manny Petty in one of our films. Yeah. So. Mm. What, it was the swap. Yeah, in the swap. Yeah. Another thing with the swap. Added yeah. to the board. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the it's makers of the swap just fucking watch this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Copy, copy, copy. Yeah. Does that make us appreciate it less or more? This. The swap. Oh, the swap. I kind of hated the swap. Well, we so. didn't like the swap, Paul. So <laughs> how do you feel um, now? Yeah. <laughs> well, as the lone, like, swap, you know, uh, defender, I don't know, it doesn't really change my opinion. So no matter what I do, Annabelle keeps on hating me. Well, why don't you hate her back? That's a good idea. I told you before I tried. But you can't hate someone and love them at the same time. Can you, Mom? I, I, I... I just wanted to mention the scene <laughs> where what's wrong? Lucy's having a fit. I looked at my own notes and remembered something, and now I can't stop laughing about it. Okay, keep going. God, I hope it's what I'm laughing at. Sorry, I. I was just gonna bring up. You might not have found it hilarious, but the scene where <laughs> Lucy you're making me laugh. Um, okay. The scene where. The where Jodie Foster is late for photography class. Oh yeah, and there's just this over over establishment that you know the in the, the dark film, room, the dark room. Yeah, yep. if there's any light that enters this room, <laughs> it will destroy. Will be destroyed. <laughs> I've put this priceless vase on this stool. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, and yeah, so she for the. People at home, she opens the door and then turns the lights on. Yeah, turns the lights (laughs) on. And she's like, I can open some windows as well. (laughs) Oh, so good. Yeah, that was Uh, a great scene. Yeah, it was great. Can I do mine now? What I couldn't stop laughing (laughs) at? I should have said it because we started. We started with the end, basically, because yeah. we were talking about the, 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 car, end? Oh, the car chase. I think I know what you're going to laugh about. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, is it after they've swapped? So Jodie Foster's driving, and- which is a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we have to like this is very unique swap back. Yeah. so we have to discuss that. But do that later, or should I? Or should I? Just- well, maybe I'll, I'll say it now. Depends if you need to. So, unlike a lot of swap movies. Mm-hmm. They swap back, but their bodies swap locations. Yeah. yeah. So the mum's back in the mum's body, but she's doing the daughter's activity. Which was the water skiing. Which was water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> 
Jodie Foster ends up driving a, a car. car. So, um, yep. <laughs> oh, God. so to achieve this <laughs> on the on film of the mum water skiing, mm-hmm. they put a man in a wig. <laughs> oh, so bad. Is that what you were going to, is that what you thought I was going to bring up? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I had forgotten about that, but it was fucking amazing because obviously we're talking about how small the mum, like she was such a petite woman. <laughs> and then all these scenes when she's on this thing in the sky and it's like a wide shot. Yeah, it's that and guy she's from Psycho. Huge <laughs> yeah. with this really bad wig doing all this um Yeah. Okay. And, and that, I, and that yeah. really escalated as well. Like it starts with her water skiing, somehow ends up with her paragliding. <laughs> paragliding. <laughs> That's right, she was in the air. Oh shit. Um but what I was gonna say is when when Jodie Foster is driving on the on the footpath, so she's you know, it takes her. No, something's covering her eyes. Yeah, she she they, uh, a parking cone flies and lands on her head, and no and one t- thinks to take it off of her head. I know, so and they like talk about taking it off, and they it's on there for a long time. And again, and Boris is like, lives, "Go right, go right." She's like, lives. "No, left. Yeah. I'm blind." People's <laughs> lives are at stake here, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So she's mowing down at least pedestrians. <laughs> the first person that she comes across is a guy that's just left a music store. <laughs> and he's this amazing 70s dude. He was wearing, he was only wearing a vest with no shirt underneath. So he's like sh- basically shirtless yeah. with flares on. And he's carrying a giant cello. cello. <laughs> <laughs> he has to run out. Whoa. <laughs> and then there's a fucking guy on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> hobbling away really fast. Oh my god, this these gags were so good. They yeah. never yeah, yeah. make movies like this anymore. He had to run on, on the foot <laughs> that so was like funny. broken or whatever. That's what I read. I wrote Cello Guy, Guy on Crutches, and I um, <laughs> couldn't stop laughing at my just thinking back on it. I like to yeah. think his like so good. just came out of surgery, like and and yeah. Look, we'll find a Basically, role for you. <laughs> it's like He'll never walk again. <laughs> Ooh, I, I just feel like going into this film, like mother daughter body swap. The last thing I expected to see was like water skiing jumps and like multiple, <laughs> multiple uh, police cars police getting car destroyed. Yeah, and I, the Blues Brothers. All we need to yeah. we need to talk about the police car. It went through a it went through a tunnel that was a funny shape, and when it came out came the other out, side, the, the shape of the, the shape tunnel. of the car had um, changed, <laughs> like and then it, the weirdly shaped car hit a hit a wall and it split in two. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was amazing. Uh, so good. Yeah. Mm. And extreme caution should be taken to avoid any outside light for fear of ruining the exposed film. Now, the next step is to... Still photography? Sorry, I'm late. Oh. What about the windows? You want me to get the shades? So, is there any uh, anything else we've missed before we go to our Amazon reviews? Well, I was just waiting for a hot or not for the dad. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Next. It's like not even worth talking about. It's terrible. Um, yeah. yeah. That's what this film this film did lack sexy men. If I were, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I think that's something they um, improved on with the remake. So, I guess when we get to that, we'll have an interesting hot or not. Yeah. I feel like. Lucy's expression, she's going to say not. 
to we'll find out. Gotta wait. Save yeah, we gotta it. Wait. Save it. <laughs> All right. So first review is from Amazon. Um, a user called Uncle Jesse. He gave it three stars with the title "No Idea." Is this Uncle Jesse for a full house? house? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. I bought this as a requested gift. I assume the recipient liked it. It's a book, and I'm pretty sure writing this. <laughs> so. And I'm pretty much writing this so it doesn't keep popping up for my review all the time. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. What? So Did- I think he thought he was buying a book and so on a DVD, but he assumes they liked it. Oh. Three stars. Cool. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Uncle Jesse. DJ uh, really loved it. <laughs> <laughs> this one from uh, Roy C. Williams. Five stars. He gave it mm-hmm. uh, with the title My Daughter. Can you guys see where this is going? <laughs> Okay. I'm I'm excited. (laughs) I had never seen this movie that has my daughter by a previous marriage in it. I have viewed it many times. What? (laughs) What? Is that the end? Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Can you explain that? What? (laughs) Read it again. Okay. Five stars. My daughter by Roy C. Williams. I had never seen this movie that has my daughter by a previous marriage in it. I have viewed it many times. Okay, so what is it Jodie Foster's dad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Roy C. Williams. From a previous marriage. From a previous marriage. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's bizarre. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's uh, from Letterboxd. Brent Patton mm-hmm. gave it two and a half stars. I saw it in a theater, thought it was hilarious. You can totally tell Jodie Foster is a lesbian when you watch it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. She, her character was a tomboy. <laughs> <laughs> I take great offense. Such a strange review. <laughs> and he, I, I like that he said it was hilarious and gave it two and a half stars. <laughs> Jeez, guy. But it's got lesbians in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this fun. one, um, Renee. From, uh, this is another Amazon review. Five stars, throwback to an actual G movie. I bought this for my kids last year for Christmas. They're ages 10, 7, and 5. I was looking for an older movie that wasn't violent, and I appreciate that it doesn't have any bad words or any of the typical nonsense you find in modern G-rated movies. There is one scene near the beginning where Jodie Foster is fighting with her brother and calls him a name, but in context it seems normal for sibling rivalry, especially for the times. I found it just as entertaining as when I was a kid, and for my kids, I think it's really fun to entertain what it would be like to switch places with my parents for a day. Simply fun for the whole family. But don't you feel like there was, like, smoking and that the housekeeper lady was drunk? And I feel like censorship's gone the other way. I feel like G-movies now are so... Are more sanitized. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mm. That's what I was thinking while watching it, that yeah. the swap was so much more... Absolutely, yeah. 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 And I, I know with a lot of people like this, mm-hmm. if, if a character says, oh, my God, or... Jesus, they find that as like you're the out most, of there. Yeah, right. that's the most offensive. I feel like there is a real kind of sub uh, group of people that review films for this purpose, yeah. like to tell you if there's violence Stay or bad or, words or yeah. an actual game to play. Mm-hmm. If you watch a film and anyone says "Oh my God" or "Jesus" in it, mm-hmm. go look at the Amazon reviews afterwards, oh, and really? I guarantee there will be at least one review that will be like. This movie uses God's name, name yeah. in vain. These 
filmmakers will be going to hell. This shouldn't be what we're we're feeding to our children. No matter what, if it if it's like an ultra violent movie sex fest, if they, they say, "Oh my god," or Jesus, they I will go on a race oh. trip, and I was disgusted. <laughs> Annabelle, I can't get a straight answer out of your mother. Would you please explain some of what happened today to me, please? Will you? Huh? 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 Look, did I or did I not force you into the water? Well, yes and no. Uh-huh. Great, great. You're just like your mother. Thanks. All right. So this one is like this is a marathon review. Mm-hmm. So, but I felt it was really special, so I had to read it out. Can't wait. This was from Movie Man Bob on IMDb, and the title is "Philosophical and Spiritual Issues Raised by This Film." <laughs> Ooh. All right. On the surface, it may seem like just an insensate piece of 70s Disney fluff, but the questions that this film raises are perhaps some of the most pertinent to understanding the nature of humanity itself. For instance, when asked to write out a check to the mechanic, Annabelle, in the body of her mother, opts to find, uh, to try to find cash instead, so as to not go to prison one's for one's knowledge and experience, which combines to form the basis of one's personality. However, gener- genetics also play a part in the building blocks of personality, and each Hold has you found of questions. <laughs> what is the soul? And how does it differ from the mind? <laughs> is there something more that makes a person who they are than just genetics? Plus it is as to say that the body and soul are so fundamentally intertwined <laughs> when separated, <laughs> the need for reunification <laughs> is so great and it allows even for the transportation of Freudian <laughs> issues involved with having a daughter married to her father. Yep, that was Thus bringing the deep-seated Electra <laughs> complex to glaring fruition. And so, fruition. in conclusion, I believe that the viewing of this movie can help us answer some <laughs> of the questions asked by man since the beginning of time. If John Hickley had chosen this film rather than Taxi Driver to be the fodder of his obsession with jo- Miss Jodie Foster, he would have been inspired to write an intelligent philosophical dissertation <laughs> in order to impress her rather Other than shoot Ronald Reagan. The end. (laughs) Okay, so the person that wrote this was definitely on ayahuasca or something. Like like crazy, like introspective, like um, transcendent drug. That was the craziest thing I've ever heard. Is this like his thesis? Is he doing honors? Yes, right. Can we have him as a guest on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> his mind's going to be blown mm. every episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Very articulate uh, description of the uh, the swap, though. I, I wish we read that first instead of us trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. the Freudian thing. We didn't really touch on that, did we? It was, it was. Oh, it was yeah, we did the daddy gross. thing. Yeah, 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 it was weird, mm, <laughs> terrible. Um, Jeez. so yeah, I'm interested to see if Brendan will keep that whole thing in the podcast. Yeah, maybe you can just like fade it out and then fade it back in and put snoring over the top of it. <laughs> do that, do that. We'll find out. Boris, Boris, where are you? Well, who lives it here? My son Ben. <laughs> With a canopy bed and a dollhouse? Yes, with a canopy bed and a dollhouse. He's a very peculiar boy. He's liberated. I'll say. He's also a slob. All right, so um, time for our tenuous recommendation segment. Oh, I'm so, a bit nervous. This is our segment where we recommend a movie that is related to this movie in some way. It can be uh, sharing a director, an actor, a theme. So what have we got today, Lucy? Ours are going to be the same. I almost want Brendan to go first. You think? 
I like this just so happens to be like my favorite movie of all time. So. Right. It's definitely it, it, you you go and have it. Wait, wait, let's let's do it on the count of three. The f- the film? Yeah. Three, two, one. Rose Back to the future. Oh my god, I'm gonna pee my pants. So that's been great. Okay, so mine is Rosemary's baby because um Mrs. Schmaus, who is the drunk housekeeper, mm-hmm. uh, plays one of the awful satanic neighbors in Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Um, but then I also realized that Roman Polanski is terrible and like maybe we shouldn't watch his movies anymore. What did he do? For real? I, I miss he, all these He raped uh, oh, like okay. a young girl. And he, and he fled America and he's never gone back. Oh, really? Yeah, so he makes all That's his- crazy. He makes all his films um, in like England and pretends it's America. It, what's, what's- He'll go to jail, so- Maybe don't see Rosemary's Baby, guys. But <laughs> but it also shares the theme then of like her marrying her father and stuff. So oh boy, um, <laughs> yeah. So because this film just got dropped in our laps today because we couldn't do the sex strip, um, I was a bit scrambled for my tenuous link. But I don't know when I was. Rosemary's I Baby is a fantastic yeah, movie. And when I was twenty right. years old and like falling in love with. Um, movies and like really getting into cinema. I saw it and I loved it. And I, you know, I thought Mia Farrow was an amazing icon. And yeah, it was yeah. an amazing. Yeah, no, no her. amount of his skeeviness can take away from her performance in yeah, that film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he kind of tortured her as well, and that's mm. why she had gave such a great performance because she was really unsettled. Yeah, by him, by Roman Polanski, anyway. Yeah. Um. So that's a real mixed bag. But <laughs> my backup was Blues Brothers, just because of the car chase. So if you are bummed out, then just watch Blues Brothers. So yeah. is that good? Did I do all right? Did I pass? Yes, you did a recommendation <laughs> where you told people not to watch the movie you're recommending. <laughs> Recommend- cool. Recommending. I'm fired from this podcast, aren't I? <laughs> what movie do you hate, Brendan? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I haven't done the history on it, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Back to the Future. Has anyone been? W- was this a Weinstein film or something? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Woody Allen did the first draft of that movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um. No, uh, Back to the Future for me was like one of my all-time favorites, and mm. like I, I don't expect people to say like it was good or bad. Like for me. The score is amazing. The story is so much fun. The casting mm. is on point. Like, so I just, I just would say anyone who hasn't seen it, that's ridiculous. Go watch Back to the Future. And then you can watch number two, number three. And if you're wondering what the tenuous link is. Yeah. What is it? Boris was Marty McFly's brother. Really? Mm. Yeah. Which you only see in a photo. Yeah. But yeah. There you go. Wow. Was he hot in the photo? Uh. <laughs> It's all about Marty anyway, because it's the power of love. No. <laughs> There's another song we got to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rights to. I mean, that won't cost that much, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, um, let me do it. Paul, what's your tenuous yes, link? Yes, tell us, Paul. Oh, thanks for asking. Um, so, uh, my tenuous link is linked to Jodie Foster, mm-hmm. one of her later movies she did in 1999 that I feel doesn't get a lot of props. Um the uh, adaptation of Anna and the King that she oh, did. Oh, yeah. With starring her and uh, Chayon Fat as the mm. King of Siam. Really, like, gorgeous, epic, historical yeah. drama that I feel like was 
pretty slammed like critically back in the day and a lot of people didn't like it. But Why was it slammed? I don't know. It just it wasn't it didn't do well mm. and the critics didn't yeah. love it. Um but I really enjoyed it. I mean mm-hmm. I haven't watched it for for years mm-hmm. but I was a big fan of it. Yeah. So yeah I've got the DVD in the other room so maybe I should pull it out and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Have you guys watched it? Yeah I saw it at the cinema when it came out I remember um and I also grew up watching The King and I, the musical. Yeah. Which I feel like that's another fucking problematic film. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, and I feel like the 99.9 remake was... Well, like, obviously, they're all based on the one mm-hmm. story, but, like, that tried to be a bit more progressive than yeah. what the original was. Yeah. yeah. And, obviously, actually casting an People Asian... of that race? Well... Mm. He's not of that race. Okay, so but it's he's still closer. bad. Jesus. Hollywood <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> um, but, yeah, closer. It's at least not a white guy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my recommendation. Ellen, you all right? All right. I'm great. So uh, next week, uh, I thought we should mix it up a bit and do an action movie this time since we've done so many like comedies or romantic comedies so so many Paul films mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um, exactly uh, so next week we'll be doing uh, Tar Sam's Selfless have you guys heard of this one um, no I haven't <laughs> <laughs> yeah Except that we just discussed it before <laughs> and it got edited out. But, like, I hadn't heard of it until two minutes ago. Yeah, so this is, like, a, a Ryan Reynolds, like, action thriller that came out a couple Love of years ago. Love me some back. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. This, uh, I think this is his second body swap movie, so we'll have to do his other one at some point as well. Oh. So he did the change-up as well. Mm. So he's, like, a master of the genre. Cool. So, um, yeah, selfless mm-hmm. next week. And that one I'm pretty sure is on Netflix worldwide so wherever you're listening to this you should be able to watch along with us cool yeah and if you're in russia enjoy the sex trip yeah because we can't watch it <laughs> like honestly if you're in russia or if you know russian you can watch sex trip quite easily so, but wait is it in english <laughs> it's in english so but it's, it's been released dubbed in, in russian yeah it's it's dubbed in russian mm-hmm. and that seems to be the only it's been released in russia and the ukraine and nowhere else so That's far. That feels weird. That feels like, That's I think so there's something strange. to that, yeah. yeah. That makes it seem grosser. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just think like, it's Putin, man, something. It's like a- Yeah, he's like, this is my- You watch it and it brainwashes you or something. Sorry to our Ukraine listeners <laughs> if I've offended you. <laughs> yeah, but if you are from Russia or the Ukraine or speak Russian or Ukraine and you have seen the sex trip, We'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Let us know what we're in for. But, yeah, so that's it for another episode Mm -hmm. of Swapcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brendan, if anyone wants to contact us or find us on the internet, where are they looking? Yes, you have to go to www.theswapcastpodcast.com and you'll find there links to subscribe to if you want to check out our social media all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. and if you want to send us a message because we would definitely love to hear people say you should do face off more yeah (laughs) (laughs) or anything else (laughs) plus if you go to our twitter we will have pictures of these outfits that we're talking about we'll have the hot or not segment we can show you 
30-year-old <laughs> Boris. <laughs> but it's a good place to check out the things that we're talking about visually that you might not be able to see through your ears. Yeah, and please, like, subscribe and um, share all the links. Tell all your friends Do to listen. Do the iTunes things. Yeah, we're on iTunes now, so um, make sure you review and rate us. That really helps us get new listeners. So if you want to support the podcast, that's the best way you can. So spread the word and a like shout out. We'd love to hear from any listeners. Are you out there? (laughs) Yeah. Are we talking into a void? Tumbleweed. (laughs) (laughs) Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the Swapcast podcast. I was Paul Mitzi. I was Brendan Levi. And I was Lucy Thomas. And And now who knows who we are. (laughs) Ta-ta. Bye. Bye. Swapcast is hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, recorded at Browntown Studios. As long as we're comparing Saturdays, I'd like to be in your shoes. And I'd rather be you. Bill, I wouldn't pursue this any further if I were you. You would not want to change places with Ben, believe me. Yeah, you don't want to change places with Dad over there. Oh, Oh, yes, yes, I I do! do. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Kayla Tsinas, and I have been training a global community of women since 2009. I've created a brand new podcast, Sweat Daily, to help you level up your life and reach your health and well-being goals. From fitness tips to food that fuels you, meditation to motivation, we've got you covered. Sweat Daily, the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you awaits. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.